Welcome Gamerholics to another episode of Save and Continue. I'm doing something a little different this time as there is simply just so much to cover. And with that said, this light mass bomb is about to detonate. And what I mean is, it's time to take a better look at Gears of War Judgment. Now, I've been playing this game since they released the early access demo which I covered previously. At the time it consisted only of Skyline and Overrun. I enjoyed playing the early access so much that I was immediately sold on a new instalment to the Gears franchise. However, since playing the full version, I've noticed some distinctive pros and cons, well, at least in my opinion. And I will get to those in a moment, but I really want to take a minute to talk about change, and this view that we have of change as gamers. It's rather an odd situation actually, as most of us demand change and complain that a certain series has become mundane. But just as great as demand there is for change, there is also gamers quick to complain about it. I personally feel that all games to grow and develop should adapt some form of change. The problem here is how they deliver these changes. From casual gamers to hardcore gamers, we all perceive change differently. Some accept and embrace changes, and others that cling to the original game so much they dismiss any attempts to change. Now, I strongly believe that if a developer is to implement some degree of change to the next instalment of a series, then without a shadow of a doubt, it should be shown in a beta release. After all developers, remember your audience, be brave enough to change, receive feedback, and then change again if necessary. But I could batter this topic back and forth all day like a hardcore Pong gamer. As this topic has strayed to a discussion about changes, the title of the game itself seems fitting. Judgment. That's exactly what it bottles down to when you play this for yourself. If you're a hardcore fan of the series that I am, then you're likely to purchase this instalment. After all, Gears of 3 has been around for quite some time now. The biggest and most dramatic change and letdown for me in this game was campaign mode. I've played through every campaign within the Gear series to date and this is by far the least enjoyable. The addition of stars for each section is a great concept but I don't feel this should be part of the main campaign. Without any spoilers, I honestly think that Aftermath, which is an additional campaign you unlock after completion of the first, feels more like the Gears of War we all know and love. But with enough changes to keep it fresh and relate it to the new instalment, Judgment. Honestly, it feels like Aftermath and campaign need switching. The star system leaves the whole experience feeling like some sort of spec ops mode right out of Call of Duty. But this is a debate. A lot of people have different opinions on these changes. I would like to think that most would agree with me, but that's not for me to decide. Moving away from campaign mode as it becomes sucked under the depths of the earth via an emergence hole, at least that's how I visioned it, multiplayer. Now this is where this game has and always will shine. Sadly, I can't help but feel the whole game has either been rushed or they had profit in mind and intend to release a load of DLC. There's a distinct lack of game types, no annex mode and even execution didn't ship with the title. There simply is so much more I would have expected from this release. That's not to say that Overrun and Survival aren't great fun, as well as a new free-for-all game type. It's just, with the lack of maps as well as the game types, you can't help but feel disappointed. I don't even think Judgment has as many characters to choose from as the previous releases either. Perhaps additional game types, even in concept, were dismissed due to limitations of the Xbox 360, and hopefully are being saved for the next-gen console with a new Gears instalment. But I think it would be fair to say that we all expected to have at least the same amount of choice as we did on Gears 3. There are some interesting concepts of game types that I can think of and I want to put them out there. If they should ever be implemented into the series, well, I certainly would play them. 
I had a great idea for big team games. This is what Gears has always been missing for me, be it a big battle in which teams are Reavers versus Brumax, or even twist it into a survival style where one team has a Brumac and the other team had a Cog trying to kill it. There's literally so many combinations you could run with this and I can't understand why they never have, especially when Halo has big team and COD has ground war. Actually, with the mention of Halo, I would like to take a second for you all to think of Halo's Griffball game mode. Now, back to Gears. How could you implement something like that? Simple. The coal train, baby. Woo! How awesome would it be to have a thrashball game type? Again, I ask. Epic. Why has this not been done? On a whole, sure, it's missing a few game types and the less said about campaign mode, the better. It's still a good game that's been brave enough to attempt changes, something other series never seem to do. There's still room for improvement, even if it is implemented via DLC. Oh, and the last negative thing I have to say, Overrun. Why does the Locust team have Krill protecting the spawn when the COG team has no protection at all? This results in a full team playing as only maulers, ignoring the objective and constantly killing you in the spawn. It's not big and it's not clever. A cheap and very infuriating tactic if you happen to be on the receiving end. Epic, this is certainly in need of a patch. So, to sum up, if you're prepared to push campaign to one side or embrace the changes, then this game is worth getting for the multiplayer. Even with all of its cons, it's still gears at heart. Defiance. Now, where do I begin with this game? I haven't played it that much, so I have to keep this rather brief. First impression, this strikes me as a crackdown cross borderlands off spawn, minus the agency or the appearance of any claptraps, of course. I've played the game for a while on release week after installing and then finally applying all of the updates and patches. I honestly thought it would never end. The game is unique though, I honestly can't pin another console game that's quite like Defiance. Not to mention that it follows along with a TV series. How many games can say they launched alongside a series like that? And rumour has it that changes in the show will affect the experience of the game. That alone is something groundbreaking. If the show is any good of course, I haven't managed to watch an episode yet, but I do intend to. The biggest grief though that I have with this game is that it really does become a game in which you need a team or group of friends to play. Some of the missions you attempt alone are just near impossible, maybe until you level up enough, but I haven't played it for long. The art falls and the fact that the map constantly updates for everyone online is a brilliant touch. But when I got to play it, it was just full of lag, mainly caused by players driving cars in a circle at the arc falls in an attempt to level up the vehicles. Development team, if you're listening, make the vehicles disappear as you arrive and then can only be respawned once that area is clear so you may drive to the next. So many people were complaining in a text-based game chat so you know they felt passionately about this if they were prepared to sit and type a message for everyone to read and I was glad to know that I wasn't the only one hating on these vehicle drivers. I will get back into this game soon when I have the time to sink my teeth into it. But first impressions tell me this game could go either way. It could stand out and be something spectacular or it could be bugging like hell. No pun intended. That's all for now. I really hope you enjoyed the show and I would like to thank you all for taking the time to listen in. Be sure to let me know what you think. Drop me a mention on Twitter. Unfortunately, it's really quite a sad time to announce that this podcast will be on hold. Now, 
I'm not calling this the end. Consider it a lengthy pause, a place in which to save and one day continue. I just have far too much going on at the moment that I need to pursue. And because of this, the podcast just isn't a priority for me. I really want to thank you all for listening. You've been brilliant support. You'll hear from me as soon as I find the time again. But till then, gamers, game on.